This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. October 1988, a time that I will always remember. It was in this time that my mother lost her battle with cancer. She passed away at the age of 34. At the time, I was 10 years of age. And I remember at the time trying to be tough, trying to be grown up, trying to be strong. And as a result, I only ever cried one time, and that was at my mother's actual funeral. But that was my way of coping because I still remember my mother. I can close my eyes. I could see her face. I could hear her voice. I knew who she was. I knew her personality. Let's fast forward, however. Let's fast forward 10 years. It's 1998, and you would find me at Adrian College. I'm studying history. I'm good at history. I know a lot of things about a lot of people's past, which is somewhat ironic because the more I knew about other people's past, the more I was losing my own history. I'm sad to say that I was no longer to, to remember my mother's face by closing my eyes. I had to use pictures. I couldn't hear her voice anymore. And her personality, I was starting to lose a little bit as well. Now let's fast forward again one more time. And you'll see me here today. I am currently 34 years of age, which is the same age again as my mother when she passed away. And I feel horrible for saying this, but I have a hard time even picking my my mother's picture out of an actual image. I can't see her face. I can't hear her voice. And her personality is kind of clouded to me as well. I've heard so many stories over the years painting who she was. And some of these stories have been sensationalized, so I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Now, sure, I got some keepsakes after she passed away. The images that you see on this slide, a Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy, I remember these as a child. And these currently hang in one of my daughter's rooms. But those keepsakes don't help me with her face. They don't help me with her voice. It doesn't help me really with her personality. It's just keepsakes. And unfortunately, my story is like so many other people's stories. You lose a loved one, and after they're, they're gone, you remember them for a little bit. But then over time, memory begins to fade. And yes, you get a box full of keepsakes, if you're lucky in some cases. And that's great, grand, and good, but that doesn't quite do the trick. Well, I've taken it upon myself to change that for my two children so they don't have to feel bad at a a later age not being able to remember who I was. So how do I go about doing this? I use what I like to call a digital Dropbox. So what is a digital Dropbox exactly? It's a bunch of tools that are brought together, such as social media and cloud storage systems, that will allow me to store documents, audio files, video files, images, and other data of that kind. And it allows me to go ahead and pass it on to my children. Now, if you look at the actual slide here, you'll see a whole bunch of common social media aspects here. You'll see Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google Docs, and WordPress. Very, very common. And that's the point. These are common tools. However, I use them typically in a very uncommon way. I use them with an intention. Uh, That intention, again, is to preserve my memory for my children. 
So let me go ahead and give you an example. I'm going to use Facebook. By a show of hands, how many of you use Facebook? That's what I thought. The majority of the audience uses Facebook. And Facebook is used for a variety of reasons. It's used to talk about sex, politics, and religion, topics that once upon a time we were told never to talk about. It's used to sell, sell things. It's used to promote things. It's also used for some very mundane facts as well. What time somebody woke up, what time somebody had, what, what they had for breakfast, what they had for dinner, so on and so forth. And I've got to admit, sometimes I use Facebook the same way, but I do it with an intention. Here's what I mean. On this screen right now, you're going to see what it says on my iPod lyrics. Every Friday, I go ahead and post on Facebook some lyrics that I have on my iPod. And these lyrics mean something to me, but how does that have anything to do with intention and my daughters? Well, music is important to me. That shows music is important to me. I love songs that have lyrics that mean something. Again, this song, which is My Way by Frank Sinatra, means something. And furthermore, it also shows my interaction with my friends. That can be good or bad sometimes, but it shows my interaction with my friends. So that's one example. Another example I have here for you, this happened after the dreaded mine apocalypse. And this shows I have a rather sarcastic and a smart aleck side to me as well. It is amazing to think how many doomsdays I've actually lived through in my own lifetime. One more here for you. We all create New Year's resolutions. And these are my resolutions for 2013. Yes, I put them on there for my daughters to see. It also helps to hold me accountable as well. So again, I do use it for a double purpose sometimes. But most importantly, and first and foremost, as always, is I use it to show my daughters what's important to me. But I don't just use Facebook for posts like this. I use, I use, I use it also for photos. So on the screen right now, you can see... I have an image of a flower with a bee inside the actual image, inside the actual flower. I can't stand bees, but I couldn't resist taking this shot. Again, photography is important to me. Another shot here for you. This actual flower was actually taken in, a, in our backyard when I used to live in Michigan. Another image here for you. Now, this image isn't the full-size image, but this shows an actual picture of the Lake of Lake Michigan. It shows a picture of my adopted city. So you can use Facebook for posts that are text or picture or video related. I use Facebook a lot for these purposes. I also use social media such as Twitter for a very, very similar purpose. But then you're probably wondering to yourself, well, what happens if you pass away? And guess what? Everybody passes away. Everybody has an expiration date. What happens if I pass away? You have to be a friend to be able to see this. Well, luckily for me, my wife is a friend. And furthermore, she actually has all my password and account information. So she can actually go ahead and access, and access this and show my daughters my interaction with my friends and family, so on and so forth. But then you're starting to think to yourself, well, what happens if Facebook is no longer? It goes out of business. And could you imagine a world without Facebook? Some people would love that. Some people would hate that. For me, I've taken my actual Facebook profile and I've backed it up to an external hard drive. And I keep that external hard drive in a fireproof safe. Is that more work? Oh, you bet. There's no doubt about it.
But at the end of the day, I want my memories to be preserved so that my children can know my face, my voice, and know who I am. So that's Facebook. But let's talk a little bit about my face, that beautiful face, and that voice. How can I help my children know more about me with those aspects? Well, a tool I use that many of us use is YouTube. And on the screen here, you'll actually see a YouTube channel that I created this time last year. And the, and the actual YouTube channel is called Simply Apple. What this channel is all about is it gives people a chance to learn more about Apple products, whether it be a Mac, an iPhone, an iPad, whatnot. Now, how does this go to back to my intention of helping my daughters know who I am? This is for the public. Well, yes, it is for the public. Don't mistake me. Public can benefit from this. But this also shows my daughter some very important facts. One is I love Apple technology. Two is I love technology. Three is I love teaching people. I'd even teach people for free. Let's not tell that to Marine Valley, though. But I love teaching. And furthermore, some of these actual videos have my face. And some of these videos, well, actually all these videos, have my voice. But YouTube does something else that's very interesting as well. You have an option to either make a video public, unlisted, or private. Public is for everybody to see. Unlisted, in order to be able to see that, you have to have a link. And private is what you think it is. It is private. And by the way, yes, I do have videos that are specifically designed for my daughters and my wife that are private. I'm not going to show those to you today because they are private. However, again, the same thing applies. What happens if YouTube crashes? Well, if YouTube crashes, that's going to destroy a lot of people's way about learning things because we always go to YouTube, right? But if YouTube was to ever crash, was to ever go out of business for whatever reason, or YouTube was actually to remove one of my videos, which could happen, I have all my videos backed up as well on an external hard drive for my daughters to be able to see. So I use YouTube very much with an intention. I also use other services like Google Docs for a journal type of a aspect. I use blogs such as WordPress and Blogger to help me relay what I'm thinking, my ideas. And again, these are very, very common tools. But I've got to be honest with you. I almost gave up my digital Dropbox concept. I almost stopped doing it. I had a million and one reasons to stop doing this project. It took too much time. It took too many resources. The list could go on and on and on and on. It's the one of those kind of lists that when you think about it, more and more items go against it. But it's funny, when you're about ready to do something, how life sometimes steps in. And that's what happened to me. To be precise, it was October of 2012. What happened was I went into an immediate care for a cough I had. And I teach and I train, and if you have a persistent cough, there is nothing worse in this world to have. So I went there for a cough. I found myself spending the night in the hospital. It wasn't for a cough. It was for hypertension, high blood pressure, the silent killer, if you will. And I was miserable. Again, it was October. Now think back in my history. October is what month? The same month my mother passed away. When I was in the hospital, I was 34 years of age. The same age 
my mother was when she passed away. So was I thinking about that? You better believe it. I have one image of me in the hospital. This is myself and my youngest daughter, Kara. And yes, I have a smile on my face there, but once again, I was trying to be grown up. I was trying to be strong. I was trying to be brave. But inside, I was absolutely tore up. It brought back memories of my childhood, seeing my mother in a hospital bed. I thought, honestly, I was never going to leave that hospital alive. I got some good news for you. I'm here. So obviously, I left the hospital alive. It took me six days to leave that hospital. And when I left that hospital, I was bruised, I was battered, I was beaten down. I was at the lowest level I've ever been in my life. But there was a speck. There was a speck of hope, and there was a speck of determination. The determination was back. The determination to continue my digital Dropbox. And so that's exactly what I did. I re-emphasized my emphasis on YouTube and Facebook, but I added even more. I added blogs such as a thousand words. And what a thousand words is, it takes images from my past, and I put little captions on them to help explain my life a little bit. Again, a picture is worth a thousand words. Now, the image you see on the screen, this is actually taken in my hometown. I grew up in Fairview, Michigan, and the actual name for the actual... Fairview, Michigan is actually the wild turkey capital of Michigan. I can't make that up. Another image I have here is the house that my wife and I bought. The first one we ever bought, this is where my daughters spent their first few years of their life. Again, very, very important to me. Is this for the public? Somewhat. I mean, some people, because the public can see it. They might get some motivation. They might get something from my story. But again, it's more for my daughters. But not only did I create a thousand words, after I left the hospital, I knew I needed to make some lifestyle changes. And so one of the lifestyle changes I made was to to get seriously into health and fitness. And so I actually created a fitness blog called Fitness Trek, which kind of details my trek, my journey into fitness. I update this twice a week and give certain elements of my actual adventure. Again, is this for everybody? Maybe. But more importantly, it's for my daughters because they can see that fitness and health is important to me. And it's kind of cute. I've got to tell you a little story here. My oldest daughter, who is seven, knows I can't have a lot of sodium. That's one of the things you can't have a lot of if you have hypertension. So she knows how to read labels now. And she'll tell me what sodium levels are actually in the foods, which I think is kind of cute. So maybe the fitness part is is carrying over. And as an FYI, Fitness has become extremely important to me for a variety of reasons. See, yes, it helped me to to be able to emphasize my digital Dropbox, but fitness has also been able to help me realize something else. After I left the hospital, I realized that digital Dropbox is great to preserve my memory, but the best way to preserve my memory is to live a long, long, long life. And so that's what health and fitness is doing for me. I've lost 75 pounds in eight months, which is a tremendous amount of weight. It's something I'm very proud of. But again, it's going to help me to live a long life because, and this is why it's important, I can share experiences with my wife and my daughters. See, those physical keepsakes I'm going to leave behind, those elements in the digital Dropbox, and those shared memories 
Well, help my daughters remember my face, hear my voice, and know my personality. And at the end of the day, that's the best way I know to preserve my memory. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.